Hello, and welcome to I Heart Reading. Damn it, I'm your host, Jen Johnson, and today I will be reviewing the book or the novel Homegoing, which was written by Yaya Gayasi, perhaps. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It was published in 2016 and is in the hardback edition anyway, exactly 300 pages. This book received 4.4 stars on Goodreads. I'm going to give it all of the, all of the points that you can give it. Uh, That is to say, I'm going to give it a five star rating. This book was exquisite. It was fantastic. It like all good books do, got into the heart and the soul and in between my cells. It was amazing. It had the the ability to take a history of a people and make it seem digestible. And also to be able to, when you're reading this book, to to see, like to open your own eyes basically and to see through these other people's perspectives through their eyes, through their feelings, through their felt experiences. That is what you want in a five-star book, or that's what I want in a five-star book. It was real. It was raw. It was beautiful. It was everything. Okay. So let me back up here for a second. Let's talk a little bit about what this book is about This book is about the descendants of an Asante woman who's from Ghana, 18th century Ghana. And essentially how it starts is with these two half-sisters that don't even know the other really exist or who have never met them. They know that there is another sister, but they only find that out sort of after the fact that they're the children that they are. So at some point they're told that they have another half-sister. They just have never met this half-sister. And so it sort of follows the two lines of these sisters and where their descendants kind of wind up through time. And inside of all of those stories, so each chapter is basically a descendant, and you learn a little bit about the evolution of these families and these divided lines. One line that um, is a slave line, which comes to America because they were enslaved. And then the other side was a sister who married a slave trader, And then what happens to her descendants? And again, each chapter is a story of the descendants in chronological order. So it kind of where one story and time period leaves off another period for both sides, both in Africa and in America, kind of pick up and continue and create this one big, beautiful historic picture that is too much to read in a history book. It has to be told in story form like this to really feel, to really get inside of you, to really shift perspectives, to really highlight what it is to be an oppressed people and why it is so important. And that's why it's so important to tell this story. And more people should be telling these stories and more people are telling these stories. It's just my responsibility as a white European person to read more of them 
which I have been doing, I loved, as you know, um, Sing Unburied Sing by Jasmine Ward. I can't wait to read more of her books. I also really liked Colson Whitehead's The Underground Railroad. And all of this is helping to give me a better understanding. I mean, I, I knew some of this anyway. It's not completely foreign to me. But to read it and to really sit inside of the character's skin and to see the world and to feel the world from their perspective is different from reading a book of nonfiction. I was trying to talk about this the other day with a friend of mine about how fiction has the opportunity to go so much deeper than nonfiction because in telling a story, the person who's reading it becomes part of this story. It's not just a fact about someone else. It is your reality almost in a sense because it's been inside your mind. These worlds have lived inside of you. And when you look out through your eyes, a piece of you looks out through their eyes now because it sits inside of you so hard. And it is it has the possibility to be so deep and so rich and to go further than, than fact or nonfiction. At least it feels that way to me. I don't know. Maybe um, over glamorizing it or glorizing it, but that's the way it feels. And, um, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do this book review justice today because it's just, it's an experience and you should 100% read it. Do I suggest it? Yes. Should you read it? Yes. I think everyone should read this book. I think it's illuminating and not necessarily in a way that people would be like surprised or shocked, but in a way where, again, it like splits open your heart and, and divides into and becomes part of your cells. And I know I say that. I've said that with other books before too. But the really fucking good ones, the ones that, are, that take the human condition and, and just and shake you, you know, and, and let you sit in their realness, even though it's fiction, is the most beautiful thing that an author can share with the public. So the story continues throughout time until we come to present day. And then the way the book comes full circle is absolutely gorgeous. I can't really tell you that much about the book. And I don't really want to tell you much about the book. I want you to experience it. I want you to pick this up and know that you're going to be moved and to experience it like you're moving through history with these people. I, when I'm reading a book, I, when there are things that stand out to me, I jot down the page number and sometimes I'll jot down a passage that sticks out to me, um, or that really speaks to me. And in this book, I had to stop doing that because everything or much of what was happening in the book really spoke to me, especially towards the end, like the last four descendants, really, it just started to feel even more, they, they started to feel more present inside of me because it's a time frame, I guess, that I can relate to more or have a, a perspective of in a greater sense. And maybe it's because the writer had a, has a greater sense of those perspectives as well, because 
you know, she's probably of a similar age as myself. So I basically already said this, but did I like it? Yes. I didn't just like it. I loved it. And you should, you should definitely put this on your to be read list or pile, put it in your to be read pile and move it to the very top because it is exquisite. As I said earlier, moving doesn't quite do it justice. In regard to this story, something that I think is really unique or special about it is that it's told from so many different perspectives or so many different lives or so many different stories. And I just listened to this really tiny snippet of a TED talk the other day where this woman from Africa who came to America for education, I can't remember if it was for her master's or her bachelor's degree. In any case, it might have been both. I don't know. Um, she was just recognizing how people in America had one idea of what Africa should be like because there's, you know, in a sense, only one story that we as our culture has been told. And so when you only have one story, you only have one perspective. But it's so much bigger than that. You have to talk to multiple people to understand, to fully embrace what a culture is. You can't just get a snapshot and and think that you know it, you know. And this story does that. It has these different voices, one sort of bloodline, but multiple stories from the unique experiences that each of these descendants has and carries with them. And then inside of that, they carry a feeling or a knowing of something else, something that they've never physically seen or tasted or smelled or experienced, but something that they know and lives inside of them. Yeah. Okay. So that's it for that. Um, this book touches on everything touches on love. It touches on loss. It touches on, Oh, I feel like one of the things that's so great about it is that it has the ability to take a history, like the history of the world sort of, and break it down in, in one 300 page book. So you can see that the evolution of time is essentially a struggle for power, which is directed by greed, which is oftentimes led by men and and then also superstition and what has been quote unquote known this this person this author did a fantastic job to be able to take something that thick that dense and then to be able to tell it in a way that you don't feel overwhelmed but you feel like you were able to digest it all process it all, feel it all, and sit with it all. Can I give this book six stars? <laughs> wow. Fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. You should read this book and then read it again. That's how good it is. And that's why it gets five stars from me. Wow. Thank you for writing this book, Ya Gayasi. I hope that's how you say your name. I'm not sure. I'm sorry if I said that wrong, but thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for writing this book. I've been really loving reading uh, 
black authors, primarily black female authors, and then primarily black Southern female authors, there is a voice inside of these women that we all need to listen to. I wish everyone would read more of these books so we can have a deeper understanding of each other. As Thich Nhat Hanh says, understanding equals love. So the greater our understanding of each other, the greater our potential love for each other can be. And we can break down these systemic injustices and be better humans to one another. You might say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. All right. That's it for right now. So thank you for listening to iHeart Reading. Damn it. Again, I am your host, Jen Johnson. I really appreciate you listening today. I hope that you go out and pick up this book because it is absolutely beautiful and it will sit with you, I think, um, and get into, as Oprah Winfrey said about a different book, into the marrow of your bones. And I feel that way about this book. It might be my new favorite book. I may have found a new favorite book. This book is that good. If you would like to follow us or subscribe to the podcast, that would be awesome. To do that, it's super easy. If you have an iPhone, just go to your podcast app, which is the purple app. Um, that is also iTunes on your Android phone. Go to Google play music. That is the orange play button. If you don't know how to find those on your phone, you can always download an app. There are three that we're on. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbean and we are on radio public. So just download the app, look for iHeartReading, damn it, and hit the subscribe button. And there you go. You're subscribing or the download button. Either way, check it out. Once you do that, you can listen without using your data, which is the shit, the bomb, the best. Um, Yeah. You can also, if you want to just listen on your laptop, go to, or on your phone, if you don't want to do any of those things, just type in www.iheartreadingdammit.podbean.com. And you can listen there as well. Wherever you listen, I super appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you would like to follow us on social media, the easiest place to do that is Instagram. Uh, You can follow us there at iHeartReading. Damn it. Easy. One, two, three. If you'd like to come on the show, if you live in the Asheville area or you're going to be in the Asheville area and there's a book that you loved or hated, let me know. I would love to have you on the show because I can't possibly read all of the books and I'm still curious about them and I would love to know. And I just, I really like hearing people's perspectives on what makes a book engaging or disengaging for them. Okay. So that's, that's it. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that whatever you're reading, you're loving. Um, if you want to share with me what you're reading, uh, I would love to hear it. You know, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. That's usually the best place to get in contact with me. Otherwise you guys, Thanks again for listening. Um, Keep reading, loving what you got, and I'll chat with you more later. Bye.